from VentureX Studios, it's JP, Kathy, and the crew. Well, it's the end of the week. We've made it. Can't believe it's Friday already. Thank goodness. We made it. Woohoo! Welcome to JP, Kathy, and the crew. We're super excited to have you with us today. Um, hopefully, you are joining us in your now into your first, second, or third cup of coffee, um, as it may be. So, we are very happy to have you with us. We have got Lathan Watts in studio, our guest co host today. Um, obviously, Lathan is from First Liberty. Um, for the first segment, he is going to have his First Liberty official hat on. <laughs> Then after that, he's giving us a Rolling Stones review. He's right. giving us an update from PETA with baseball, which when you sent that, I'm like, dude, you can't make that up. I, I wish I was making uh, it yeah, up. Yeah, I know, but, but you're not. <laughs> yeah. And then we also have Angela Powell, who is a Plano ISD school board trustee who will be coming in today, not in her capacity as a school board member, though. She'll be coming in as a business owner. Um, this will be her third startup that she is getting ready to take an adventure with, and we're very excited to have her in studio a little bit later in the show. So, hey, Lathan, how are you? I'm good. It's good to be back. Excellent. It's, it's been a always, while. always good to have you back. Always. You've been traveling man lately i have so um yep so we're very very excited to see you um so let's talk i mean there's gosh there's so much going on first of all um bunny pounds our dear friend Mm -hmm. um with christians engaged and she's been on our radio show our podcast she's been on um my other show heart and soul of texas women just a, a phenomenal individual and she has her first conference yeah this weekend yeah so i know you and i will be there tonight to cheer Mm -hmm. her on and um just uh you know promises to be a a phenomenal weekend and really a way for christians to get engaged hence the name christians engage good one bunny um and you know she's going to be you know equipping us and giving us information that we need um and and we'll talk we if we have time i want to talk a little bit about some of the elections from Tuesday sure. night. I mean, my goodness, again, after you get your official First Liberty hat off. Um, so let's talk about yeah. what's going on now. You know, um, uh, mandates, um, vaccines, all of this. Right. It's still huge. It's still a huge topic. You know, um, you and I have um, somebody who we know in common who recently had a scare here in Texas because he's had the um, he's had COVID, has been tested antibodies are off the charts like to where if if i get it or one of my family members gets it i'm going to be like uh knocking on his door going hey can we have some of your blood Blood. or platelets or whatever it is that you take from him um but was told after 10 years of work at his company that uh, if you don't have the shot by a certain amount of time sorry yeah catch you later um now thankfully governor abbott stepped in Mm. changed that for people who live in the state of texas um but lots of people all over are still battling this, Lathan. Well, and OSHA just finally, uh, the, the rule was officially published in the Federal Register today. Oh, um, okay. Is requiring all businesses with 100 employees or more to mandate vaccines for all employees or face fines up to $14,000 per employee who is not vaccinated. That would finan- That would financially devastate you. And so for a an agency basically to come in and be able to tell a private sector business what to do. Right. So there's already, I mean, I'm, we're filing a lawsuit today. Oh, I'm sure. Um, in both the fifth circuit and the sixth circuit. Okay. Um, lots of people are going to challenge it. Um, I expect it'll, you know, it'll get into court quickly. Yes. Um, and 
we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, we're also representing um, over 30 Navy SEALs who do not want the who have religious convictions related right. to this vaccine, and the DOD's mandated it for all military personnel. Right. Um, you know, plus other cases that we've got related to it uh, basically all over the country. And all of this is in addition to all the other kinds of work that we were already doing. Oh, right, I've, right. I've never seen us uh, stretched this thin. Um, I, don't, I as, don't know how y'all are doing it. I um, mean... Because... We, we have a Supreme Court case to prepare for. Right. Uh, that's going to be right. argued next month. Yep. We have two more that are up for consideration that could be oh. granted. Keep uh, us posted term. on those. I would so love to one of them is that. Coach Kennedy. So oh. Oh, okay. He's back on the list. Okay, good. Um, the other is, um, I, think it's new, I think the name of the church is New Life in Christ. It's in Fredericksburg, okay. Virginia. They had a campus ministry, and they had a, a house on campus for their campus ministers. And the city of Fredericksburg decided that according to the municipal court's interpretation right. of the Presbyterian uh, Book of Church order, the way they read the definition, those two people didn't meet the definition of minister, and therefore they couldn't claim a property tax exemption on this uh, parsonage, and so they started taxing the property. Uh, <laughs> uh, the so is this, thing, it depends on what the definition of is is? I mean, no, it depends on who on. gets to, what it is. What it comes down to is who gets to define who your ministers are. And that is the church's responsibility. That is not, not the government. That's level yeah. of government. That's so true. Not local, not state, not federal. That's that's determined by the church. Exactly. You're right. So we, that's uh, another case that could potentially be at the Supreme Court. Uh, we've filed cert on that one. Yeah. Um, so we've got all of the, I don't want to say like the normal kind of stuff that we do because we don't really have a normal kind of right. case. I mean, all of ours are, yeah. are, <laughs> don't really fall into any normal category, but... Um, and then, you know, COVID just dumped all this, created a whole new right. area of practice for us. So, and we're let's talk about these. Busy. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, y'all are crazy busy, always looking for donations. Sure. Um, you know, uh, so firstliberty.org, um, mm -hmm. go and check them out, follow them, help them out. Um, y'all, and again, we've said this before when you're on the show. Even if you are not a person who, uh, of faith, if you're not. You know, you don't, you're not Christian, Catholic, Jewish, whatever right. the case may be. You're agnostic, you're atheist. Again, this can flip on you. I mean, let's, and let's talk on this. This is one yeah. of those things that obviously those of us who are believers, we, you know, we've got to be able to have somebody to fight for our religious sure. liberty. Um, un unfortunately, <coughs> it seems to be more and more and more under fire. So, but let's talk about it. even if, yeah. you know, you're not a believer, this can flip on you too. Uh, well, absolutely. I mean, Thomas Jefferson called religious liberty the right of conscience. Yes. So for people who aren't particularly religious, they still have likely a set of ideas they want to live their life by. And for them, that's what religious liberty protects. Even even though for people of faith, their conscience is informed by religious teaching, you never know when whatever your deeply held belief is is going to be out of step with the rest of the culture, right. with the rest of society. And right. if the rest of the society says, we don't like that, the First Amendment exists to protect your right to continue to live your life that way. Right, yeah. Um, and, you know, right now there's, there's several, there's a pretty long list of issues that people across the spectrum of religious traditions have deeply held beliefs on that are at odds with what's popular in the culture right now. And they have the right to continue living that way. Right. Um, that's what the First Amendment is protecting. And, you know, even if you talk about, like, from a free speech standpoint, it's the unpopular opinion 
that needs the most protection. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you never know when some opinion of yours is going to end up in that category. It's going That's to be the most unpopular. You're you right. should be willing to defend it for even for people with whom you disagree. Absolutely. And, and I and I think that's 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 so important for you to put out there whenever you're on the show because again, this is this these are basic fundamental rights. Well, heck, we just had a constitutional amendment um, in the way of protecting religion in the state of Texas. Let's talk about um, Proposition Three, right? Um, or Amendment Number Three. Um, a huge win yeah, for those of us who believe in the ability to go to church. It, it I, I sort of look at it as like belt and suspenders. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it was Texas putting into the Texas Constitution an amendment that explicitly says you you can't close a church. Right. Right. Okay, government, you cannot tell a church that they cannot gather right. to worship. Um, I believe since the Bill of Rights has been incorporated against the states after the Civil War and the 14th Amendment, that they never had the right to do that anyway. Right. The First Amendment protects that right. However, if a state wants to provide more protection to its people than the U.S. Constitution, it can. It just can't provide less. Right. So ever since the Bill of Rights was incorporated to the states, um, it has been basically a floor, not a ceiling. So if Texas wants to provide more protection, they can. They just can't provide less. Right. So I was not surprised that that passed overwhelmingly. Right. Um, and you know, and it's it's interesting. We had Senator Angela Powell, um, or Angela Paxton. Sorry, we've got Angela Powell coming in studio today. School board. Angela Paxton, our state senator here in SD8, Senatorial District 8. Um, she was on our show Wednesday doing a wrap-up, and she and I were talking about how we assumed that that particular amendment would pass like 75% or more. Right? We were kind of mm-hmm. like, not that a win's not a win. A win is a right. win is a win. And 62%, yes, that's, I mean, that's basically a, a huge landslide. But we were like, thought, thought it would be 75% or more, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, but anyways, very, very excited about that passing. But um, these Navy SEALs, so you're talking about, and there's 30. Um, it's 30 plus. 30 plus, I, okay. It was, it was hovering between 30 and 40, and I okay. didn't see, like, what the final count of how many okay. ended up on the lawsuit. So I know it's more than 30. It may be somewhere around 37, 38. Okay. Like well, so these are people who have, you know, they've, they've got that, that, they've got that check that they ultimately could cash that ultimate check that, you know, they could, they've literally committed to put their life on the line for liberty, for freedom, for America, and they're being penalized. Uh, help me with that, Lathan. Yeah. I mean, they're being threatened with court-martial. They're being told that if we court-martial you, we we might also sue you individually to recoup the money we spent training you to be a SEAL, which would be hundreds of thousands, if not a million dollars per SEAL. I mean, because you're talking the elite of the elite, the best of the best. Lots of money has gone into, and thankfully, rightfully so, because, again, these are people who are the ultimate, you know, folks who are going to protect us. Um, so, so basically, they are they could literally be first of all the career that they love, and that's a calling. If you go into sure. the military, that's a calling. Yep. It, it, it is what it is. That is a calling. So this this life of service and this um, dedication to country, and then they could be because of that they could be financially ruined because their religious beliefs don't allow them. Yeah, to Yeah, I mean this the career vaccine. is over, and then you're being threatened with yeah, and we're gonna. Come after you for the money we spent training Which you could to. literally ruin you for a lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. 
My goodness. Well, thank goodness you guys are stepping up and, and um, taking care of them. What, so we go to the either the 5th or the 6th district court, and then how does it, how does it go from there? Well, it depends um, where, all circuit of these, court. Yeah, where all of these guys are. So oh, okay. we, just, we just filed suit either at the end of the day yesterday. It might even actually be the first thing so this, this morning. So this is hot off the press. It's, yeah, it's brand new. <laughs> um, we did a press conference in D.C. Yeah. yesterday with Mike Berry, who yeah. handles all of our military cases and um, two or three uh, senators yeah. joined him um, oh very good to express support and and we'll see you know there may be a uh, a solution that can be worked out that way but in the meantime we're going to take this to court and, and see if we can't get this resolved yeah. for them yeah well um, and thank goodness and so please keep us posted on this we'd love yeah. to have you back on to, to show us the progress of this obviously the coach kennedy case we've followed for years years and years with you um so please keep us posted especially if that ends up so it's in consideration what happens with that we filed cert so now we have to wait to see when it gets listed on the conference okay list because they meet once a week when they're in session to conference to consider potential cases and they take a vote you know case gets four votes it goes on the granted list if it doesn't get four votes goes on the denied list so um We've we filed cert, so now we just have to wait to see when it gets listed for consideration. Perfect, yeah. And then we wait to see how they vote. Okay, well, and, and we're I think there's so many of us who have been <coughs> following this for so long, and we're so ready for this to just be resolved, you know, for his peace Certainly. of mind. For um, and, and also just, you know, again, to know, is it, is it okay if a coach wants to pray and, yeah. and thank Jesus for his position as a coach, for yeah. his opportunity to influence kids in a positive manner? Again, again, I you know you just um, you've got you've got to fight for these rights. You know you just do, and thank goodness we've got First Liberty and and you and good folks at First Liberty who are helping out with this. Um, so okay, now we any other First Liberty business before I ask you to take <laughs> uh, off your hat and talk a little bit we're of politics. We're so busy right now. <laughs> the only thing I would say is that uh, we're inundated with phone calls right now. So if if you can do us a favor, if you have a question about anything related to the vaccine. Go to the website first because there's a free download PDF yes. Yes, yes, yes. of a toolkit that will help you request um, a religious exemption if that's if that's what's going on. And it's on. very prominently listed on it's, it's on, on the, the homepage. Yeah, it's easy homepage. to find. Yeah. Um, look at that first. Read it. Put it to use, um, and then call us if, if if it doesn't work out. Okay, gotcha. Um, and and even then, you know, if if you use it, you request a an exemption and it's denied. You know, come back to the website and fill out the Get Legal Help right. form. Um, we're not trying to be bureaucratic. We're just, we cannot handle the phone traffic. And well, we're afraid I mean, something's going to get missed. And so you, you, and you don't want website, anything to fall between the cracks. Right. That's it, exactly where y'all are coming all with the this. Communication exactly, exactly. So, that, so again, if you are, um, you know, in another state, if you're anywhere where you're being told you have to get this vaccine, you have an option. You, you've you've right. got choices. So, Okay, so that so we're, we're officially taking off Lathan's First Liberty hat. We love First Liberty, but now I want to talk a little politics because you know sure. Lathan and I met way back in the day. Um, you were in high school, no, no. We we met back in the day when we were young Republicans, when we yeah. qualified for young Republicans. Yeah. So we're obviously very political. You've been an elected official. I've been an elected official. Mm-hmm. We we love this stuff. We eat, drink, live, breathe it. Um, so Virginia, yeah. What are your thoughts on Virginia and also New Jersey, which what we were, you know, at best, it was like going to be a 10 point difference. But most folks were predicting 10 to more like 15 percent difference. And now we're talking recounts and all kinds of stuff. So tell us your thoughts on Tuesday's 
um, results? Is this a is this a message that people are sending to the be. Biden administration? It, I mean, it's a message for a lot of di- for lots of different people. Um, any midterm election is always a referendum on the president. Always. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter who it is. Doesn't matter how much they tell you it's not. Every midterm election is a referendum on the current president. And so, yes. <clears throat> just like the next year's congressional elections will be, this was these were the first big uh, elections um, leading up to that. And so, yes, it was. Um, Youngkin in Virginia made it about um, a, a, ref- a referendum on 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 Biden. Um, McAuliffe brought in every big name, nationally known Dem he could to make it a, a national and it was uh, election. I mean, we're talking every heavy hitter <coughs> that they've got in their arsenal right now. Yeah, he brought them all. Yeah. So he was trying to nationalize the election. Yes. Which yep. which also indicates that this was a referendum on the Biden administration. Absolutely. Because McAuliffe denationalized it. Okay. You want to know how the, what the nation thinks, or at least you're going to see uh, from yeah. the folks in Virginia, and th- yep. that's what it was. Um, what Youngkin did a really, really good job of, even though uh, he, you know he he was addressing the things that were going on uh, that people were concerned about from a national perspective, because he knew it was kind of a referendum election. But he keyed in on specific things that in Virginia, specific to Virginia, the yep. stuff going on in education in Virginia. Um, I personally believe that election was over when Terry McAuliffe said in a debate that parents don't have any right to tell teachers what to do. I, I, think, I think I think peer, mic drop, that was it. That was it because even Democrat parents are not going to stand up, are not going to put up with that. Well, it, no, why, why, the, why would any parents? No, I mean, it, this, it, this, this, this takes, um, Lathan, this takes um, – you know, Republican parents, Democrat parents, independent parents, Green Party parents, all of a sudden you don't, you're no longer, you're not a Republican, you're not a Democrat. You are a mom or a dad sure. who is like, wait a second, yeah. this is my kid. So you take that on top of what happened in Loudoun County, they got all the attention. And, and then you look at how people turned out. Even Bill Maher talked about this, who said, you better be careful because parents vote. Absolutely. And you tell them parents they don't have any business telling you what to do with their kids in schools. Couldn't be a problem. Exactly. Couldn't be a problem. And, that's a, and I think that's exactly what happened. Yeah. You look at what are typically high blue vote counties, there wasn't as much blue vote turned out, which means some of those either did not vote for McAuliffe because they didn't like what he was talking about, or some of them may have actually crossed over and voted for Yunkin, to, again, to send a message, and it worked. They didn't just win the governorship. They won all three statewide races, governor, just lieutenant huge. governor, and attorney general, and they took back the House of Delegates and, in Virginia. And let me, yes, yes, which, I mean, again, this is, this was just a sweep. This was a, a huge victory for Republicans in that, in that state. I tell you what, and I would love to do a show just on her. I love the lieutenant governor. Yeah. She yeah. is just, you know, a former military, I mean, just an immigrant, you know, just Dad came over here with what, like you know, a couple of bucks in yeah. his pocket, living the you know, living the mm-hmm. American dream. Um, daughter is now an elected official, and 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 then also with Youngkin, I really, I think he's 
just a likable guy. You know, he just yeah. he just came across as very no nonsense. And in a, in a time in our country, when things are spinning out of control, and we're basically waking up and getting news that's coming from the administration, and we're like, wait a second, this is America. How is this? How is this okay in America? I think somebody who comes across with a very common sense, no nonsense approach and the, is and the going le- to get going to get get yeah, traction. Absolutely, and the lesson, the message for Republicans, where it should be, he didn't make it about him. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. He didn't run you. on his biography or his personality. No. He ran on the things that people were upset about in Virginia and said, right. "Give me a chance to fix them." Right. As much as Biden or as much as McAuliffe tried to make it about. Uh, make the Republican you know, about Trump. Yeah, he wouldn't let him. Yeah, this is not about Donald Trump. This and, is and about it, and it's Virginia. It's not. It's about his state. He, yeah. You know, I'm sure. You know, there were probably people telling him, "Oh, yeah, you got to get Trump to come in here and and campaign," and he did not. No. Um, he knows that Virginia is not a purple state. Virginia is a blue state. Oh, uh, just without went, a doubt, it just went red. It just went red. By a, by a long shot. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, not okay. Again, you, you've got you know your your top three statewide officers, but then you also have, like you said, that they're they're uh, delegates, their House of Delegation. I mean, this something can be done for we the people in Virginia now, right? Uh, you know, that's huge. Now, um, New Jersey, yeah. Now, and you're always you're really good at predicting elections. Did you see this being a dead heat and going? You know days days on end i I mean i was watching it you know probably not as closely as i was watching stuff in virginia right so i was probably thinking about like everybody else that you know this guy seems to be doing well um he may make it closer than uh than democrats are comfortable with but it's still new jersey and he's probably still going to lose right um the fact that he's you know Within maybe ten thousand votes in a in an election of three million, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a recount. Yes, don't know if that means he actually wins, but the the election in New Jersey that I think people should be more worried about is the truck driver who spent one hundred and fifty three dollars and beat the, oh, the Senate president I'm of New Jersey. S- okay, I'm so glad that you brought this up because I had totally forgotten about this. I I read about this and I could it was off my radar. Let's talk about this. This yeah. So, so yeah. this guy beats basically the number three man in New Jersey. He's like the president of the state Senate in New Jersey, the top guy in, in the Senate in New Jersey, a truck driver who basically just spent the money to get on the ballot, won. Yeah. He beat the guy. Yes. Um, so it in New Jersey. I, right? I, like, again, New Jersey, y'all. I mean, talk about blue. I think <laughs> what you're seeing, if there's a, if there's a trend that came out of – the four years of uh, the way Trump campaigned and the issues that he worked on, if there's a a, a long-lasting impact that, that his four years have on the Republican Party, it will be that he moved the Republican Party back to a party of working-class people. Yes. Yep. And yeah. So, yeah, and so you see a truck driver win a state Senate seat in you know fairly d- deep blue New Jersey. Yes. That tells you that working class people are shifting. Yeah. Um, they're, and they're, I mean, it's not, it's not new. I mean, they invented the term Reagan Democrat yes. because working class people crossed over and voted for him. Well, and, and, and like, like 
Labor union guys, blue-collar guys. And and labor, let me tell you, I have seen, you know, union boss-type folks across the country get up, and they're demanding for, again, common sense to go back. So when you've got your folks who are always in in the blue or in the Democrat category coming out and saying, hey, guys, this isn't this isn't going to help us at all. This doesn't help our folks. This doesn't help our the you know the business owners. This doesn't help the small mom and pop folks. You know some of, some of the union guys are already out talking about this OSHA rule on the vaccine that is not good um, right. for the workforce. Right. You're, there's already a worker shortage, and you're about to tell folks that they can't come to work unless they get the shot, and they don't want to get the shot. You're just it's, right. You're only going to make the problem worse. You're going to well, and here's the thing. I mean, I'm sure you've noticed. Um, you know, you go out to the grocery store, and there's starting to be sections yep. of grocery stores where it is where the um, the shelves are blank, yeah. and they're not getting filled back in. And I, you know, I'm um, imagine this. I I chatted up, and I've become friends with the manager of my local neighborhood Walmart. Shocking, <laughs> I know. Um, and and so whenever I come in, and there's one item in particular. It's a it's a face um, a face cleaning like one of those little sheets, pop up sheets, and you know clean your face with it. And I've watched, and it has now been almost 30 days since that part has been. And, and, and to me, it's like, okay, this is a, this is a scientific test for me. This is my science <laughs> fair project for the year. And I'm watching that. And so I talked to him and then I'll notice other things, you know, um, bananas the other day, there were yeah. some underneath and you kind of had to go get your own. And because again, you know, places are short workers, right. but then they're just, they're like, Hey, he's like, he's like, we don't, we we keep waiting for the truck to come right. on different items and so when you've already got this supply you know chain issue going on they're talking about now toilet paper and paper towel products and stuff again being an issue but unlike when the pandemic started there was an end in sight it was just like oh my goodness let's ramp up production right. of toilet paper well, you can have all the toilet paper you want in a warehouse, but if you don't have anybody you can't to ship get it, to it the store, then, exactly. then what good is it? Yeah, exactly. And this could be just financially devastating all over. So, yeah, love this truck driver. And you know what? Good for him. He's he's a we the people. You know, when our founding fathers put the Constitution in place, they intended for people who lived in these communities. Citizen legislators. Yes. Yeah. It was never yes. intended to be a career. Right. Joe Biden. How many, you know, we, what, we 60 now, years now we almost? Have, we have the president, the Senate majority leader, and the House, and Speaker of the House. Yeah. All three have never had a real job. And so how does that Ever. happen? You, you have to at least have had your, dipped your, you know, toe in the pool of the private sector at one point, or else you have people like a Nancy Pelosi who literally walking out of her house to get her $300, you know, tub of ice cream or however much that was, some way more expensive than what I'm spending. Well, I don't know now with inflation, maybe maybe Bluebell is going to be $300 a gallon. But she's stepping over homeless people who are mentally ill people, who are service members, who served our country, who are who desperately need help. She's stepping over them to get on her fancy jet to go back to D.C. How yeah. does that work? Yeah, and, I, I, you know, not the fact that all three of them have never had a real job. Yeah. They have no idea. They've never lived with the policies that they're making. Right. They've right. never been on the receiving end of it. They don't know um, what it is. You're right. To run a business, to 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 sweat out over, are you going to be able to make payroll yeah. this month? Yeah. Um, you know, when you see inflation, you know it doesn't. 
inflation is a tax on poverty. Right. Oh um, my goodness, yes. <laughs> because it just makes the value of, of what little money you have less. It takes well, more of it to get the what it, you used it, to get. It does. Yeah. And, and it's and, you know, and Lathan, it's only you know, it's only getting worse. We had Congressman um, Van Taylor talking a couple of weeks ago about inflation. We're at an all-time record-breaking high, and there's no end in sight. You know, I noticed um, some, uh, and, and again, I'm watching specific items to, you know, to follow, and, and you know, because I'm, I'm noticing I'm getting the same amount of groceries, the same stuff. I'm a creature yep. of habit. I get by the same stuff every week, and all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, that used to be $92. That's 115 What? Right. Well, and I noticed, so the kitchen soap and the kitchen, um, you know, spray cleaner that I like are both now over $4. And again, you start thinking, well, a few, a few pennies here, a few pennies there. It all adds up. Absolutely. And it's not going the other way. And I'm like, well, wait, when is it kind of come back, going to come back down? Um, a friend of mine posted on social media, $95 for her to fill up her SUV with gas. And she's yeah. got, she's got three kids. They've got soccer. They've got school. She has a job. Well, you have to get gas. You have to get your kids to school yeah. and you want to take them to the soccer field. Yeah. At what point does somebody step in and intervene on this? Well, I mean, it, it, policy matters. Yes, I mean, it does. The, the people does. who are making policy yep. matter, and the policies that get put in place matter. When you do everything you can to disincentivize production of energy yeah. domestically and and then turn around and say, well, you know, OPEC should produce more oil or the Russians should yep. produce more oil, well, why don't we produce more oil? Uh, exactly. We have it. Yes. Um. You know, you shut down yeah. at, uh, the Keystone Pipeline and okayed Putin's pipeline. Yeah. Um, you know, you, if you want more energy, we've got it. We've got we it. We just got to get it and out of the ground. And we have the people who have the ability to deliver it, it to us. And get it to market. Yes, exactly. Well, um, he had a gr- great commentary, and I'm so, so glad we got a chance. Like I said, his first Liberty hat has been off for all of the yeah. political stuff. <laughs> yeah. His first Liberty hat is staying off for the next couple of things. Are you allowed to give concert reviews in your first Liberty hat? No, <laughs> let's just keep so. it off. Let's keep yeah. that off. But golly and i have heard i saw a great picture of you on social media with your nephew his yeah. first concert first concert is yeah. the rolling stone uh, i told him it's like this is gonna win you bets later in life oh it, absolutely i was like oh dude that <laughs> I, i'm just thinking of how cool that is for him like 20 years from now he has no idea how cool this is gonna be yeah how was it i have heard amazing things out of the cotton bowl yeah it really was the show was really really great yeah um you know i mean it's most people have a bucket list of things they want to do before they die. And it's like, you know, see the Northern lights. Yeah. Right? My bucket list is entirely bands. Uh, mine's, that I want to see. See, mine's too. Mine's all concert lists. Everybody's yeah. like, everybody's like, don't you want to go on a vacation? I'm like, Oh, these are vacations. Absolutely. For me. Yeah. So this is a vacation. I was really, really, I, I didn't think that I was going to get a chance to see the stones. And you know, I was sad that Charlie Watts didn't make it. Oh, you know, heartbreaking but, loss. Yeah. Cause I had these tickets over a year ago. The show well, was supposed to be in May. Yours was, because of the pandemic or whatever. Yeah, yeah that was your, so you were one of the people who was caught. Yep. Yep. Um, and I kept the tickets, you know, on my phone. Yeah. And just fingers crossed. And then they finally announced that they were going to go back out on tour. They're going to honor the old tickets. So, um, so yeah, uh, Daniel had talked to me a little bit about you know, wanting to go see a concert. And I was like, oh, I'll take care of that. You oh, know? yeah. So, you're like, I'll take you to a concert. So when I when I got the tickets and I, you know, and then confirmed that they were actually coming, then I let him know. Right. You know? And, he, and he's got a cool mom to let him go on a school night. Yes. Um, yep. But it was a great show. Um, they, 
you know, they have so many songs, it's impossible oh for them to play every song that you would like to hear them play. So, okay, then what were your top three songs of the night? Oh. If you had to say, I know this is so hard. But yeah, I mean. It's they, like, which of your kids do you like the best? Right, you, know? <laughs> right. I, you know, they closed uh, before the encore. So the last um, closed with Jumpin' Jack Flash. Oh, killed yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Left the stage. When they came back for the encore, they did Gimme Shelter. And the girl oh, that he had, the girl wow. that he's got singing with him, uh, her name's Sasha Allen. Okay. Um, oh, I've got to look her up. Blew the roof off the place. Really? Okay, yeah. I've got to look her up. Uh, so they give me shelter, and then they finished with uh, Satisfaction. Oh, um, I love it. But they also did, like, 19th Nervous Breakdown. They did uh, Only Rock and Roll, but I like it. Uh, Honky Tonk Woman, which yeah. might, might be my favorite Stone song. It's, yeah, I was going to say, that's a great one. That's a um, great one. And from the very first time the drumstick hit that little cowbell, like from the first, everybody, everybody knows knew. it, and the place goes crazy. Oh, so. I love it. Um, Mick, you know, I mean, he's 77. He's still out there prancing around. That's what I've heard, um, that people are like, you would have thought you were you were seeing him when he was in his 40s or 50s, that he yeah, just doesn't I mean, miss a beat. Yeah. He's a little slower, maybe. Yeah. You know, he's not running around on stage. Right. Any, but he was still Mick Jagger. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Keith, you know, they played fantastic. Ronnie Wood is a criminally underrated guitar player, by the way. Okay. Um, but uh, Keith, you know, he did a couple of a couple of songs, <laughs> and and sort of in a very Keith Richards way, like, hey, it's great to be here. <laughs> it's great to be anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. God, that's so great. Well. Yeah. I just it just so thrilled that you got to go and when when I found out you're gonna be on the show today I was like oh Rolling Stones concert review I've heard that the sound at um the cotton it was Bowl was really good unreal I mean I've got friends yeah. who are like Kathy indoor outdoor venue that is one of the better sound systems so yeah I was shocked how good it was okay because uh, we were quite I mean we were way up I mean, yeah we were, you know they had the stage set up probably about if you're looking at the you know, at a football field, it was probably at about where the 20 to 25 okay. would be. Right. Um, and so then you have the horseshoe, yeah, and then the floor seats. Yeah. And, and we were, you know, we were not close, but the sound was really good. Um, there so was great. no problem with, you know, echo and reverb and, and that sort of thing. Like, um, I was I was surprised, and that makes a was. difference at a concert. Even you know, oh, even yeah. though even if you're seeing a band you love and they sound great, if the sound system's not so good, yeah. ah, it's just it's just not the same experience. So, yeah. well, I'm ve- I was very envious. Off. And the, the rain, rain held, held off. off. I know it was cold. I was looking at the forecast the all day, off. and it was looking like it was just going to pour during the during the entire set. And we got there, it drizzled a couple of times, yeah. and that was about it. God likes the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Hey, good, there, good times. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, before we've got Angela Powell, we're going to be bringing her on here in a few minutes to promote her new store, and I'm just real excited for her this this new new adventure she's um, taking. I've I've got to ask you, and we love Lathan's rants. Um, <laughs> Starkey parenthetical. Does. Oh no. I, oh, trust me, many folks do. So PETA and baseball and what is yeah. their latest beef now? Oh, oh, nice. But um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Score one for Kathy. Um, so yeah, we uh, we just put out um, new episodes of Snarky Parenthetical yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it was delayed a little bit again because of work and other things, but um, and so we talked about this on the show, yeah. so you you can you can see it there too. But PETA apparently uh, during the World Series, um asked Major League Baseball to rename the bullpen out of sensitivity to 
the fact that bulls are kept in pens before they're put in the the, the ring and bullfights and all this other stuff. And they wanted them to rename it the Arm Barn. <laughs> what, what is that? <laughs> okay. <What? laughs> so my thought was, okay, PETA, as just a you know, as a question when you were debating whether or not you were going to do this, <laughs> what percentage of bulls in the world do you think know that there is such a thing as, as baseball? As a bullpen. Yeah, as baseball. Yeah, let's what, first what off start off of with that. Yeah. Know that there is something called baseball and that in baseball there is an area where pitchers warm up before they come into the game known as the bullpen. And how many of them who understand baseball are actually upset by it? Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I mean this is a this is a morning show, so yeah. I'll, um, but We're I answered friendly, but but I did answer the question. I was like, you know, I, I can tell you what every bull in the world is yeah. thinking right now. Yeah, every bull in the world is thinking one of two things: I want to get something to eat. Yeah, I want a mount of heifer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. And period. End that's of it. sentence. Yeah, that is and, it. And that's their gig. That's their jam in life. Yeah. So, Peta, I mean, you talk about jumping the shark, which. And there's another phrase uh, they probably don't uh, like. Uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure they would not be happy with Arthur Fonzarelli in Happy Days and the Jump the Shark but phrase. You've got a good thing. You've got a pretty good gig, right? Yeah. You get to show up at all the movie sets. You get to hang out, you know, yeah. just so they can put at the end of the credits the, that PETA, PETA monitored. approved you know. it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no and, animals were harmed and everything. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, just just, yeah, just, just stick go with, with it, that. man. Just right? go with just, it. Just enjoy <laughs> what you're doing. And, hey, you know, you could probably do uh, a service. While you're there monitoring to make sure nothing happens to the animals, maybe check a prop gun or two. Yeah, oh, yeah, really. Would love, to, would, love, would love to get your <laughs> would love to get your opinion on that. Another show for another day, but um, would love to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I just with Pete, I'm just like it's one of those things. Do, you know, you have now obviously, and I'm mean, you're an I mean, my goodness, you're an animal lover. I think all of your your animals have been named after like Willie and. They're no, all they're, musically themed. Yeah, Waylon. Yeah, so I have uh, yeah. a cat named Willie Nelson. Yeah, uh, I should say my wife has a cat named Willie Nelson. Yes. I named him Willie Nelson. <laughs> that is Kim's my cat. Wife's cat. Yeah. The other cat has named Layla after the yep. Eric Clapton song, yep. and our our dog is Merle Haggard. Which he, you just you gotta Haggard. love that. You gotta yeah. love that. So of, of course you know, and, and I'm obsessed. I mean, I even had um, not only did I have two costumes, a, a Halloween party dress and a costume for my dog this year. We also found a, a costume for our bearded dragon, Mr. Gus. He had a little nice. biker bearded mayhem, dragons for life, little biker outfit on. Nice. You know, because that's what you do with a bearded dragon with your lizard. So we love animals. So obviously we're not promoting any. My goodness, if if there are animals out there that are being harmed unnecessarily and stuff. Right. I, I, but I this get is it. what happens to this lots. This is crazy when you're talking about the bullpen. A bull doesn't know. Yeah, this is what happens to lots of organizations. Yeah. You have a mission, yep. and everybody agrees with your mission, and you and you get really successful at accomplishing that mission. And because you're, you're kind of a victim of your own success, then in order to justify your existence, you start implying all sorts of other things yeah. that – no, nobody cares. No, and that's right? exactly what that's what that's what you nothing, see happening un, now. There is nothing right. that is an remotely an unethical treatment of an animal for Major League Baseball to call yeah. the the area where pitchers warm up in the bullpen. And, and what, like, what is it? So the arm, the, the arm, arm barn, arm barn. That's okay. what they would prefer. Wow, wow, and wow. So, yeah. uh, well, we're going to bring Angela Powell onto the show. Um, of course, Angela is a Plano ISD. Um, 
Board of Trustees um, school board member, but she's here today as a business owner, and we're going to talk about her getting ready to start her um, her third startup company. Which this is this is just great. Come on, we've got we've got you off camera, and so while you're while you're getting seated and getting your headphones on and everything, Angela, I'm going to give a big shout out to my son, um, CJ. Guitars and Siege, Luigi. I've got the, whichever, whichever. Oh, yay! Thank you. Oh, we we love swag. Oh, love it. Um, so uh, yeah, I've got a. You know, anybody who knows me and has been following the show for a while knows I've got a million nicknames for my kids. I think at the funeral they're just going to get up there for my eulogy. They'll say, "Here are the following fifty nicknames my mom had for me <laughs> over the years." You know. But anyways, um, happy birthday to you, CJ. I love you. Happy 18th, and I hope you're. Um, adult years are just filled with all the happiness, health, and prosperity and peace that um, that you so richly deserve. So I love you, CJ. Um, not that he's watching this. <laughs> he's probably <laughs> pushing aside the birthday card that's next to his sink right now, you know. Um, so we have got Angela Powell in studio with us. And, well, and Angela, I don't know if you and Lathan have ever met each other. I don't think so. Oh, y'all need heard, to know each other. I heard there was going to be a fashionista on today. So yeah. <laughs> so he dressed up for <laughs> you. Thank yes. You. Thank she's you always so very well dressed. Well, Angela Powell, she's a, a dear friend of mine. I'm, I'm proud to call her friend. Um, she's somebody who I've supported um, in her um, ambitions as a uh, Plano school board member for years now. Um, I've sort of supported you for two elections yes, now. Yes, this is my two. second term. Yeah, and um, she's done an outstanding job for us. <clears throat> but today, you're here as a business owner. Yes. And Angela, so first of all, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so welcome much. Welcome to the crew. Oh, thank you so much, Kathy, you're for welcome. having me. I'm excited to oh, be here. yeah. Well, we're so excited to have you. So she sends me this invitation to a ribbon cutting, and I'm like, oh, tell me more about it. And then I realize, and I know, you know, you're an entrepreneur, and I'm like, Oh, this is your third startup. This is your gig. And I'm like, well, come on the show and let's talk about it. So what what is your newest venture and how can we support you? And is the ribbon cutting next week open to the public? Oh, no, the, the ribbon cutting is actually private. Oh, okay. Well, so I'll, I'll post pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. Um, we're, we're hosting it at uh, the Palisades, too. So oh, we yeah. have a... Uh, we have a room limit. Oh, there you go. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, so tell us about this new company, and um, I just very exciting. Well, uh, Ostar Apparel is a um, online store where we will provide a high quality custom decorate apparel, and uh, if you need T-shirts for a sports for your sports team, for your corporation, oh, or yeah. for your you know for your schools and churches. We can print your T-shirts for you. I love it. And then in the meantime, Brad, if you can put up um, a couple of things um, on screen so people can know how to get in touch with you. If people are like, uh, right now, I mean, and, and gosh, we just placed a T-shirt order with somebody or, um, for another event I've got going on. But if somebody right now is like, okay, I've got something for the holidays that I need, you know, a bunch of T-shirts, how do they get in touch with you? Oh, well, you just uh, go on, uh, on, you can email us. Okay. Or also go online. Uh, our website is www.all-starapparel.com. And then, you know, we have, uh, you can contact us on the website. Or Love you can it. also uh, email us, email us at contact us at all-starapparel.com. I love it. Well, how did you get into this industry? And let's talk, because you've had, um, this is your third startup. So, First of all, what is it about startups that you like? And um, because it, it, not everybody can do this. You've done this. This will be your third startup, and you've had two successful startups. 
how did you get into the startup world? Because it's a very different, it's one thing to be a business owner. It's another thing to start a baby from scratch. Right. I am a startup entrepreneur. Uh, I, I, I start businesses from the ground up. And the thing is that is through years of, well, I have an MBA, so I have a, I have a business background. And my husband is supply chain. So oh. we, we start things together. And the, 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 the experience I have through the years, you know, as a, um, I did start my career in, in teaching. Yes. I, yep. I, I, I taught uh, business classes. So, I mean, I understand business very well. Right. And then, of course, and then I've, um, I had three children. I spent my uh, over a decade uh, being a volunteer mom. Right. And I, I volunteered at many schools. And then I. And uh, when she says many, she's not kidding. Yes, <laughs> yes, many. Yes, I, I, I actually volunteer. Like when my children were in three different schools, I volunteered on all three. All three schools, schools yeah. And oh, then yeah. I wasn't just like a regular PTM mom. I was your. I was on the council of one of the schools. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So she's an overachiever. We love her. <laughs> she. I, I'm always like, when does Angela sleep? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I tell you, I don't. Because after this, I'm going to go moderate for a nonprofit. Oh, there you go. See, there you go. Fundraiser. Well, give them a plug. Who, who is the nonprofit oh, you're helping yes. out with today? Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, Foundation for Choice. Yeah. And I love Foundation for Choice. Foundation for Choice is a, mon- a mentoring program, and they mentor to Plain ISD students. And they mentor oh, to yeah. DFW students, too. So they... Uh, they bring, they bring in their, they have volunteer mentors who go into schools and mentor social economic students who are low performers. And so they help these students finish high school. And not only do they help these students finish high school, but Foundation for Choice will help these students uh, get scholarships, apply for scholarships, I love it. apply for FAFSA. And, you know, they, they, they actually go from getting to know the students improving, helping the students improve their grades, helping helping the students finish high school, and helping the students get into college. I love it. I love it. And, and boy, there's, there is such a need for that. You know, you know, as, as a mom of, uh, you know, kids who one's graduated, one's about to graduate, that whole college and post-high school world, it's, it's not easy to navigate. I mean, That's you funny. almost need a separate degree to figure out where do you go for scholarships? You know, where do you go... Um, you know, how do you, you know, and, and they say, I mean, it, you know, it's almost like a full-time job trying to get your kid, you know, signed up for all these scholarships because they're out there. It's just a matter of how to get in touch with them. So, so uh, this is a great organization and, um, oh, and, and are y'all doing, you said a fundraiser today? Yes, it's a, it's a luncheon fundraiser today. Love it. And, Love it. uh, we have, uh, Texas State House Representative Matt Sheehan speaking. Oh, and he's on the panel. Excellent. We have our Honorable Fred Moses from Collin College oh, love trustee. Fred too. Yeah, uh, he's a trustee from from Collin College. He'll be on the panel, and I'll be moderating the luncheon. Oh, I love to help it. raise money for this nonprofit. I love it. So if you want, if, if you want to give, we've got First Liberty. They're taking donations, yeah. and then and then can you, do you know the website for um, Foundation for Choice? Um, yes, I, I, it's uh, it's. I think it's www.foundationforchoice. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so Google it. I'm sure it'll pop up kind of a thing, and we can probably find it and put it into one of our social media feeds after this. But let's get back to your company. So is your company actually, are y'all up and going? Are y'all up yes, and running now? Yes, we're up and going. We, we've yeah. had, I've, I've done sport teams, uh, you know, for us. I've done a soccer team. Yeah. I've done a uh, basketball team. So they're yeah. so cute. I've done it for the uh, for a uh, little sports team. Oh, and, I love it. And do you know what, parents? All you have to do is just 
uh, go on our website, contact us, and I will be able to supply your uh, team shirts for you. You know, the sports athletic wear. Uh, we are working. We'll be working with a karate studio soon. So I've been in touch with the karate instructor, and I've uh, I spoke to churches. I've uh, you know we've have done. I actually donated um, some shirts to a uh, to a uh, event that was passing out uh, backpacks to students in Irving. So, oh, so yeah. for those volunteers, I made T-shirts for them. Oh, I love that. Well, and, you know, this is one of those things. You, you've, you've got a good quality product. You've got good leadership at your company. You know, you think that you can just go anywhere and get T-shirts and hats and things of this nature. I've been on the end of having organized a group or organized an event, and the stuff didn't show up on time. Or, and so you're like at 2 in the morning, you know, lugging T-shirts to Irving. <clears throat> or... It's not the quality that you thought. Like, you get it, and you're thinking your logo is going to be a certain size, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, so we need to get you know, a magnifying glass to see this. So so let's talk about quality. And, and I know in all of the companies that you've started up, you're big on you stand by your product. I do. So I let's do. talk a little bit about that. Well, um, I've done T-shirts for um, for Foundation for Choice. Yeah. So we, w- we will be selling their T-shirts at this fundraiser, and I made their T-shirts. And what we do is uh, we first we do a mock-up for them right. and to see if they like it. And if they like it, we also print a sample. So we, we will give it to her, and if she likes it, we will print the 100 T-shirts that she wanted. So And, and then she, we I actually volunteer there, too. Right. So, so, uh, yes. I, I, Again, I, people, I, she does not sleep. <laughs> I, I wear her I wear, I wear Foundation of Choice T-shirts. I love and it. I also uh, help... Uh, them fundraise and the nonprofit because they're a phenomenally good organization yeah. that I totally promote. Well, and I'm so glad that we got to kind of do a double promotion with your company and then also with with this organization. Um, so, in um, in a world where people are looking at, you know, can I get my product on time? Yes. And and we talked about Lathan and I talked about this a little bit earlier. Kind of, you know, you're talking empty shelves out there. You're talking about. People are wondering, am I going to get Christmas presents for my kids? Are there going to be, you know, are things going to be delivered on time? How are you able to guarantee that? Because I know you're really big on if you put your name to something, Angela, I know this about you, and you say it's going to be there and it's going to be good quality, it is. So in in a world where we do have supply issues, we do have supply demand issues, how are you guaranteeing that for your clients? Uh, we, uh, we actually get from the uh, blanks. Uh-huh. From a distribution center that is is local, uh, and so everything yep. we do is local. Yep. So if I say to you, you know, we're gonna get in in three days, you'll get it in three days. But you know, I'm working with them uh, a week in advance or two weeks in advance to uh, with their design. So we can use your logo, or we can help you design a a. a um, a product you want. Oh, okay. So it, let's say I come to you and I don't have a logo yet, or I'm a team and I'm like, what do you think? So you actually have people who can help with the concept, yes. the design concept. Yes. Oh, see, I like that because so many companies you go to and you're like, well, I want kind of want this. And then nobody has the concept of what it should look like or what's going to, you know, what's going to kind of stand out and help them stand out. Or their logo just doesn't look good on a t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Hey. Like, 
Sorry, dude. I know you've had this brand for or this logo for fifty years or whatever, but it's just but yeah. it's not going to catch anybody's eye to put it on a T-shirt. Yeah, maybe we should design something better for you. Exactly. So, th- so that's great that you've got kind of that you've got a twofold approach, and then and like you said, you're local. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can guarantee things being delivered. Oh yes, but it's something that was special that we also do that um, not every organization does is that when I design a T-shirt for you. And if you look on Foundation for Choice website, that you can click onto the website and it'll take you to an online store. So I will produce an online store for your organization, for your organization only. Love it. So if you click onto her um, website, you can click onto Foundation for Choice and you click onto a button where you can buy the T-shirt. Brett, can you um, pull up Foundation for Choice? And we want to make sure we've got the right website up here. Um, And I want to show our viewers just how easy this is to navigate. And nowadays, I think... um, well, for one thing, quality quality yes. does matter, and and we and we know your your company's top notch. Being able to get that product and make sure, do we have? Uh, let's see, that's foundation for choice. There we go. And so, making sure we've we've got if you per, if you order it, you are guaranteeing that that product will be delivered to you. So it's not like everything else, which, like we were talking about earlier, even toilet paper is possibly about to be in in high demand again. Um, and then also, oh, here we go. And then where where would they go to the online store? I think if you go down, turn down, they do have a button that um, that you can order T-shirts. Well, if you look, in, there's an upcoming event. Let's see where the I wonder if it's um, in one of these up here. Brad, if you can kind of play around with those, I bet it's going to say it. It'll probably just pop up. But again, so this is something that you can create. So if somebody comes to you and they're like, we we have no idea what we want. We kind of know what we're thinking. You you guys, y'all can help them. Your company can help them with the design. Yes. You can help them. Again, you can help them create an online store. So that not only obviously is that generating revenue for your company, but that generates revenue for that nonprofit. Yes, and yes, that's huge, yes, Angela. Yes. You can use T-shirts as a fundraiser. Yes. So yes. so basically, I've uh, you know I can design a T-shirt for uh, for a fundraiser, and then you can sell your T-shirts, and then I will design the online store for you, so that when you have a website, your your um, members can go into your website. Click onto the link, and then it'll take you to your online store, and your members can buy the T-shirts online, and then we will deliver the T-shirts to them, and you get the you get the um, you get the money to raise for your organization. I love it. I love it. Well, that's great. Well, okay, again, how do people get in touch with you, and how do they get um, if if they if they just want to sit down with you and just talk concept, how do they get in touch with you? Oh, just call my number. And it'll be on the website, and then also the email address. Send us an email, and we'll have someone uh, to call you back. And what is that email again? Uh, the email is contact us at all-starapparel.com. Okay, and again, just and go on to your website. Go You've got a very website. and I always love I always love websites that are easy to navigate. Since I'm not a real tech savvy person, and I was like, oh, I love this website. I I can figure this out. Oh so. yes, <laughs> if you can go back to our website, I'll show you how easy it is. Our, e- our website is so easy to where your organization can order from us. So, if, yes. And then if you can, um, our products, can you go in our products? And then you can click out, find out more. 
There you go. You, and then you go to sports and spirit wear. And then you go to our products. This is so easy to order. I was going to say, this is, yeah, it's just a couple of clicks away. There you go. Pick Love what it. you want, you know, where your local, you where you want your local. And then, uh, and then just uh, click it. And then we'll, it'll send it to us, to our, you know, to our, to our um, inbox. And we will have it done for you. We'll call you. We'll help you design it. We'll give you a mock-up. And then we, you know, and once you we agree on how many shirts you want, we will, we will produce it for you. I love it. I love it. Well, Angela Powell, thank you so much. Um, get another startup, and I'm telling you, everything Angela touches turns to gold. So thank we you. are really, really excited. Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm excited. And look forward to see you, um, seeing you next Friday at the ribbon cutting, and just real excited. And I'm glad to introduce you two. I feel like y'all should already know each other kind of a thing. <laughs> so there you go. Well, everybody have a great weekend. Have a blessed weekend. Um, gosh, uh, this pink cloud comes on following us. And we don't forget, next Thursday we have our... Um, second annual telethon. Um, Chuck White and Chuck Wright and Andrew White will be um, joining me that day. We've got lots of folks, lots of veterans coming in. And um, celebrating all things Veterans Day, if you are a veteran owned business, please reach out to us because we still have a few interview spaces available and we're wanting to promote. If you are somebody who served in the military we want to support and celebrate you you don't even have to come in studio we can link you up and we can interview you that way show us your store take us on a tour and um, just exciting times so don't forget to get out there and celebrate and thank those veterans and veterans day is coming up gosh a week from yesterday so and um, we'll have we'll see y'all soon we'll see you monday have a blessed weekend and we'll talk to you soon bye